All right. Time for another Yellow Tape episode. But before we get started, I'd like to recommend that you check out other Acute Media Productions. Acute is the producer of this particular show and other amazing shows such as Kenya's Blueprint, Proactive, Hard Talk, Jengana, and many many more. In today's episode, we take a deep look into entrepreneurship and how to make better decisions. My guest is Alan Brown, an entrepreneur, founder of Neurotech Analytics. He's also the founder of Riverbank Consulting. He's also a scientist and the author of the book The Entrepreneur's Journey: Eight Steps from Inspiration to Global Impact. We start with who he is, his background, what decisions he made leading up to who he is currently. So, who is Alan? Well, to, to define myself, it's a, you start with the hardest question. In which perspective, you know, it's if I stand in my mother's shoe, if I stand in my father's shoe, in my teacher's shoe, in the priest's shoe, in the government's shoe, in my friend's shoe, it is alone is different thing, you know. Alone is different thing. But alone born, I was born to a Jewish family, which is a, a family that uh, for hundreds of years been in East Europe, in villages in East Europe. And uh, it's a secluded population of uh, Jews that live in East Europe. And from all my side, it's not even come from the big cities. None of my heritage, they come from the big cities. Most of the study that I ever did was to study the Bible or to study the practical day-to-day doing you know taking care of the cows and the in the dairy and the and doing like the actual work so this is the family i come from this uh, disrupted really strongly in europe in the world war ii and uh, for my family we've been in the battlefield so everybody was murdered from all my sides my family haven't been never been the heroes we actually been the victims but you know every victim is also a hero but, uh, but i come from this heritage so there's a lot of in my heritage there's a lot of death and a lot of uh, battles and uh, traumas that come coming with them that I'm recurring with, uh, with us. And, let, uh, let, me cut you, let me cut you short. In a bio of yours, I read Israel somewhere. How did that transition come about? And what are some of the activities you engage in at that point in time? I grew up there and I, in, in the age of 18, I was recruited to the military. And uh, in Israel, you do the military. And, but they choose me to special special units for technology. So I was like, a, I had a good, good in the exams. And uh, my shape was not amazing. Because, you know, if you are very good in your head and you're very good in your body, you will go to be an airplane pilot. Because it's not about, you will not be a computer genius. Computer genius, when you, you know, when you don't, cannot breathe well or your leg doesn't work, then you are more in the computer geniuses part. But I, I, so it's not a fact that I try to promote and say this is amazing about me. But I was that. So I've been told, I've been, I've been to that and... and uh, that were the years of the high tech started around the world. The internet came. Something came in the internet. And I was like into the programming, into the... I was fascinated from the computer. For years, I was with the computer. I played every game. I was like great gamer. I don't know. I just like, I just been with the computer. And uh, it was the years that nobody knew about computers. And in Israel, we, we actually... I had I was fortunate enough to be one of the first people with computers. I have not been like in London or, or in LA that people got computers like Bill Gates. They got much before me. They are the ones that provided the computers, but I got it quite early. It's quite before the internet came. And I learned myself, you know, and then in the army I learned it and just curious, um, what were you doing with computers at that particular time? Because not so many people had it so people's activity using computers were quite limited i made my first company 
And I tried to say, I saw like people making these startups or something weird. I said, I'll do something to save myself. I try, I try. And I started to understand what is email. I was sending emails to important people. I didn't know nothing what I'm doing. <laughs> but, but after a few emails, two, three emails, somebody said, hey, we'd like to meet you. So, okay, I said, yes, we're doing a meeting. And I presented the idea and they said, wow, it's an amazing idea. So I was playing these rides. I was playing these rides once I was connected to the internet with my fingers and started to play. I started to play once in the modem have been created to communicate outside of Israel or to communicate outside into even, you know, population you're actually not, not part of. I was part in religious population. So we just not really mixing with non-religious population. So even to them, to talk to them, that was fascinating for me. Like to learn the other kids in other schools, that was like, wow, that's amazing. So these computer skills you mentioned, you were taught and what they were enhanced by you joining the military. In the army, they taught me really good. They taught me the computer really well, really well. And it was very difficult. And, and they put us in a lot of stress. And, uh, and actually, last week, my book was now given to everybody that go out of the units. My book is given to them as like a guide for uh, entrepreneurship, for entrepreneurship. Um, because hold that thought. We'll touch on the book a bit later. I want to take you a little bit back to the point where you mentioned that you started experimenting with tech by looking into startups and the internet. And and you, you started off by sending out emails. You come off as someone who, when you see something new, you want to try it out. Then we have this other camp of individuals who are a bit reluctant to jump on such activities. If something is new, they're not really interested in trying it out. What kind of mindset shift is present here? Um... How does someone make such decisions to be experimental? Okay, so I will do it exactly where I've been. I will say there's four main, I will focus on that, some kind of process that we look at that. The four main perspective and where our eyes look. So I will say there are four, main, four different characters and we shift and we play between this character within ourselves. It's like this is a place that we put our attention during the day, during our life, during the years. So I say, as entrepreneurs, I'm talking about now as entrepreneurs. So one is internal observation. So, and we can call it like, you know, in all the spiritual world and third eye and the personal development world and, and this world. So what is happening? Information that's coming from within me, my feelings, my thought. Let's look at that. So this, this fascination, some people have fascination for this information and they are becoming masters of their own domain. They are becoming master of their body. They are becoming master of the, the thought. They are becoming they are a certain master, spiritual master. You have to have it. You have to develop it in a nice way. To be an entrepreneur, you have to have it. And many, many will repeat what I'm saying now. So let's move to the next one. This is known. Develop it. Develop this place, the internal perspective. Develop because you need to create and be creative. And to create creativity, there are processes, there are best methodologies. The artists in their schools study art and they study how to get it the best out of it, the best out of your best creation, best ideas. It's, it's a, these are processes to study, the information to study there. Perhaps you need to be very relaxed, very cool in order to, know, to understand the problem. Sometimes you're not cool, you don't understand the problem. So sometimes it's about your uh, ego and your how much cool you are, how much relax, relax you are, that you can actually now take care of other person and, uh, and a real problem. Because usually people that make, make problems don't even take care of real problems. Because they're not, you know, they're usually are fearful enough to deal with real problems. 
So this is first thing for entrepreneurs. The more the problem is real, the more the problem is like important to you. It will give you so much energy more. It will be everything. Everybody, you will lead better everywhere. Everything. It need to be, you need to be connected to the goal. It needs to be your goal, your baby. So and we, 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 and for that, we need a whole school for that. Now, second school and the second perspective that we need to work with. Because if we don't, it's a problem. We need to take care of our friends. So we need to take care of our team. We need to be a leader. So we need to look what people are thinking, not what I'm thinking, what in myself. You need to be balanced how they feel, how cool they are right now, what's going on in the team that is together with you, what's happening, if everybody happy, how they make them more happy, how they make them more strong, how they make them more confident, how we do that. For that, you say, do they need money? Do they need to drink? Do they need to eat? We need to, so the person that is a master of taking care of people is also, it's, it's a, it's a mastery. It's a leader. And this, we have another, this is a, it's a certain mentality. So this, you have a person have to develop that, to develop a team. So this have to be taught. This have to be learned. This have to be looked at. This have to be read. This information is the most important. You need to take care of your people. So, and, and you need to align to that. And that, now. Before Alan goes on to the third point, let's have a word from our sponsor. Subscribe to this and other shows on acute.co.ke. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other online podcast platforms. Just before the break, Alan talked of where our focus should be when aiming to achieve something. This was specifically for entrepreneurs. Internal observation, developing your craft, connecting with your goal were some of the pointers that he shared. So, on to the third perspective. The third, the third perspective is like we're looking at um, information that men have created. People that fascinated what people have made. We can call them, for example, engineers. Engineer, he like we, he can get to the details of this idea and he look and say, wow, this is amazing how this is beautiful. He can see. In, in even an engineer, programmer, you know, in the, all the occupations that we see around us, all the areas that we learn in university, actually kind of system engineering information. It's about what people have made. We learn the crafts. We learn the craft and we learn to love the craft. So love the craft. And it's not I'm saying you need to have it. You need, you have to have this. You cannot look only on yourself, inside yourself. You cannot look only take care of people. You also need to learn the subject. You, you're, you're, if you are the best knowledgeable fashion, handbag fashion uh, enthusiastic or watch enthusiastic or car enthusiastic, you have value. You have actual value for the team. It's tremendous value to the team. You are the subject experts, they will be always one of them with us. They are the, see, the ones that see the most beautiful about the object. It's the one that can make the most beautiful object, basically. So we need to have them. The fourth the perspective that we need to have in our team, and this is part of who we need to learn to be, um, it's about gathering information of what's happening in the world in general, what's happening out there. This is a, the character of the scientist, Morov. Let's say they call it the scientist. He is fascinated. What is nature? He is fascinated. What's happening? What's actually in the research? In research, what's happening? What's happening? So he's somebody that all the time check, 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 learn, 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 learn. It's very important you have this guy to put his eyes on what your goal is and where you are heading. So you need to take a guy that he is a researcher, he's a scientist that he go with you. Because, so this is part of your team and part of you. He's fascinated for something very different. He's fascinated about nature, about what is, not about man creation. 
he's not fussed a bit about what's happening to the team and he's not asked what's happening within himself. This is a four perspectives that we need to have. I love the breakdown. Four fundamental characters that form a team. From your viewpoint, is there a particular way to build the team? Like, would you say these and these are some of the fundamental points you need to have a look at? But I don't want to speak as an expert and tell you, okay, this is what you need to have. I, I, in how to do the team, I want to say. Because I, I can learn from my failures. I can know, I, I can say how much I failed to be in the team and how much I... Uh, teams uh, that I've been consulting with, they failed. And what's what I saw there? It's like what experiment of the military have done and to show how team working together and what you need. And I can tell you about information about that, but it's like to say that the I am the now to sit and say I am the great team leader. I will not, I will never say that. What I can say, and I, I want to like to to make sure that we we are clear about the process because you say four things. I will say I will say I will I will I like to say the steps now of the entrepreneur journey and what I think the steps that people are walking in. And when I say the step, you need to identify in your project. Well, I'm going to say them, and you identify where you are in the project that you are dealing. So the first step. This is where inspiration landed. You find it. You You find an idea. Something came to you. Something came. Doesn't have to be true. Doesn't have to be correct. Something came. You visited by inspiration. So this is the first one. This is the first one. Second one, uh, and we, uh, for each one of the processes, I will say there is learning to do to make it better, to make it more important, to make it better, to make it more efficient in the processes. So creating of idea. Then we have expressing of the idea. So you've been told. Have you wrote it down? Have you told it to somebody? To who? Have you formulated it? Have you repeated it? And you turn it again and you write it again and you write it again and you make it nicer. What is the process you've been with this idea? What you done with it? What you done with that? Have you draw it? So this is second stage. And I can ask you more questions. Have you stood in front of you people and say it? And you, did you say it? Did you say it to your parents? To who did you say it first? To who did you say it first? Who told you first, not a good idea? Who told you first, ah, maybe drop this idea? So we need to look very carefully at the steps, the second step of expressing, because I will say there are so many ideas coming and so many ideas being dismissed. What is the tools to understand what do we believe in, what what idea to who we say it. So I'm looking at this, all this perspective, the second phase of expressing. Then we talk about, okay, every idea. We're talking about how we need to communicate with the society because it's about people. So we need to go to people. And who's the people? How they join us? How's they going to work with us? Who is we? So this step, we're building the we. We're building the we. And actually, how are they going to eat? How are they going to work? To provide the family with, with food. These people that are we. We need to talk about that. We need to make it to make sure we understand. We need to make contracts. Okay, so this is a we. We're building the we and we're leading the we. And then, what are the we doing? What is the best? You know what we are doing? But when you have a we, you make a plan. You make a plan together. You already had your plan. Now you make a new plan. And the new plan, hopefully it's including your plan or the original plan, but the new plan you make with people. And we all do it together. We make the plan together and we all execute together. How you work with people, how you work with them to make a plan. Even you make a building, it's like there's so many people involved. What is these plans? How everybody are serving, making these plans? This is like, or if you're making a small thing, how this is, how do you communicate with other people? This is what I'm doing. So this is, this is regarding your question before. This is about decision making and how we make collaborative decision maker, decision making, which is a very important subject. And how to actually facilitate the team and how to actually make a team that everybody feels that they are part of a team or at least everybody putting the best effort 
a team that everybody would put in their best effort. Then after that, the team goes to, to a normal processes of starting to build. They build whatever it is. If it's a computer software, great. If it's a, they build an electrical appliance, great. If the team need to be now, I don't know, a, a marketing system, great. If they need to build a campaign, great. I don't know what they're building. Whatever, if they need to build a cryptocurrency, great. So all the things that need to be built... There are tools for that. There are languages of computers, of engineering. There is like way how team working in an agile way. There are knowledge. There is knowledge to learn how team work together to build. And this is everywhere. And we can learn it from Edison. We can, we need to, we can need to look at information. How the team is operating, how they build it together, how they build something together. And this is part of the engineer work, especially with an engineer manager. Let's call it a manager of engineering. He's already like looking how people working together and how to make a factory, let's say. Another step is like the quality. How do you check that a, the system that you're building have a certain quality? So this is a whole world by itself. You know, it sounds very little, but only when you are in the manufacturing building, you understand that actually you need to build many or perhaps few, but they actually need to work. How do you know the quality part is really critical? So... Many, many engineers, they, they know to build, but they never build something that's working. So, and there are processes like to make sure things are working as fast as possible. And in my book, I, I get into that and I look at one of the biggest creations. I look at, you know, the, the landing on the moon. That's very interesting, you know, this happened in JFK time. And, and it's fascinating to see like a, how they make such a big project. It's, a, it's a, and how they approach it, the planning and how the procedures. So I looked into that. I looked into that. And I, what is the approach, the general approach to quality uh, assurance? is quality assurance of the of the most important projects they can find. And they made it happen. The American made it happen. That was amazing for the world. This was a leap of in innovation all over the world. It was very inspiring until today. And then we talking about and this I will talk about the, the base framework there. And then we're talking about like how you take your, your thing that you build and how you bring it, bring it to the market. How you actually, let's say, make a podcast, make it bring it to the world, make people engagement. You need to engage with the product. This is a whole knowledge by itself, a whole story by itself. Uh, we bring it to the world. And then how do we work with the user to get information back? It's also like the art of that. How do you know what's happening? People actually enjoying, they think it's good, they think it's worth it. It's like, what's the feedback? How do you improve it? What do you improve next? All new frameworks, all different frameworks that you need to do as well. All these processes, this is, I said, this is the main curriculum of like the of the book, of the book. And we look on even even every processes or every bunch of processes, and we look. Okay, we are who are the masters? Where can we learn more about them? Uh, what was being taught? Um, I enjoy to work with entrepreneurs that coming with so so you know different things from so many directions and. I've been involved in different, different uh, subjects. The main principle for all humanity everywhere are the same. This main principle of actually building something. It's weird. It's building something together. It's always been. It's hunting together. It's building together. Doing together. How we operate, you know, in Hebrew we call it leaka. It's like how we operate as, as I don't know even the word in English for that, um, a pack. It's like a pack. It's like a, I feel like it's a wolf pack or it's like a, we need to operate in a certain way. Yeah, it, you need a team, but it's very biological. It's not like, it's a very biological, it's a very biological thing. It's not like it's too confident. The things that are before words, many of the things that are up before words, before subject, before conversation, there are things that are living there 
in the world of the leadership, in the world of the uh, depth of the thinking. It's a level of... So in the different places of the psyche, it's not about information. Information is uh, have a room by itself in another way. It's another character. So this is... All of these need to be learned together, they blend together, and be adapted to different types of population. So the same information can be taught now to a team that building, and I can tell you from most advanced things, and we can mention, to the most uh, uh, basic thing and most important thing that's happening in the world. For example, if we're talking about uh, bringing electricity, I don't know how much of the world is not with electricity, but this is electricity didn't finish yet to develop. It's big. People don't, I'm not aware because my book is about Edison and electricity is still the Edison work that, you know, the guy wanted to make a light bulb and he's, he, in order to make the light, he needed to build all the electrical system. Also, he brings the electricity to make the light. It's not the same. For all the world. So we're talking about he made it for US. He made it for New York. He saw, he showed people, look, this is a light bulb and this electricity in the world. And this is, this was a big thing and it's still happening and still today. Electricity still need to be, go to to remote villages everywhere around the world. There is still problems. Batteries, the subject, still happening. And it's the same process. The same technological change, but not the processes. The processes that how people work together, they're always the same. In terms of building empathy, I think it becomes a bit challenging when trying to fully understand what the people around you are saying and communicating. And I want you to dig deeper uh, for your case and your story. How, do you, how did you get to really build this empathy and that caring for your friends. Yeah, but when I when I, I just want to make sure that when I say it's it's for everybody, it's not because I have decided for me from sitting in my ivory chair have decided that this is good for everyone. It's um, this is we need to be very careful that this is not the interpretation because I build it on the philosophy on a true philosophy that I thought that will apply. And if you like to sp- to learn this philosophy, you look at the spiral uh, dynamic or integral philosophy, and you understand when I'm saying about all nation and all people are really talking about that and innovation really exists for everybody everywhere and it's it's people have different difficulties in different places but we don't we we and you never can be in somebody else's shoe when you be in somebody else's shoe then you talk everybody talking from their own shoe you know you know but this is what we say in, uh, in hebrew we say that but uh, you know you're everybody very smart when it's you know, they're wearing your own shoe but if you wear somebody else's shoe you are less smart than, than somebody yeah your book the Entrepreneur Journey, Eight Steps from Inspiration to Global. Uh, why, why do you think it was important for you to write the book? I play, I, I, and I can re- recommend and, and think I, I failed so many times. I, I've played and failed so many times that I wrote this book to my past self to explain what I can, could have done better. So this book, now, what is special about this book? And, and this is, I'm truly honored to speak with you that uh, you are from Kenya right now and the audience is from Kenya. Because my book, I, I took me many years to write my book. And my book, I, I only wrote it today, 20 years after, after I, I experienced many of the things. And it's based on philosophies and it's based on, on grounds which are very, very zoom out processes. Meaning, my book is relying on something called integral philosophy. And integral philosophy is it's a beautiful set of work, but what is important about that, I know my audience will not know it so good, but it's been used 
In a beautiful uh, way, with Don Beck working with Nelson Mandela on creation of the of the constitution of uh, of South Africa. Now there was a need when political the political world change in South Africa, which uh, apartheid, and we know what happened there, and we know the change that be there. I don't know enough, but this this uh, thing that happened there echo to all the world until today in a very very loud voice. And it's good that people speak more, and and actually the West will know more. That will be very blessed to understand how people are coverage they are and how can they make change people need to learn from what happened and one of the guys that was involved with Nelson Mandela was a guy named Don Beck and he created something called um, he's like I think he's a main scholar of uh, of spiral dynamics that's the name of the system philosophical system and the philosophical system is a very beautiful one because um, it assumes that people are you know People are amazing everywhere. I, I tell you the basic example of spiral dynamic. As a way I see it, I'm not an expert, but a way I see is like, for example, even if you take like my entrepreneur's journey framework, and it's the processes of 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 developing, um, let's say, enterprise or business, it needs to be general enough. It needs to be general enough and right enough to be correct for every person whenever he is and his level of technology and his level of resources wherever he is in the world. Doesn't matter where he is if in a village without water or without sewage or if he's sitting now in Silicon Valley and sitting in the Starbucks right now writing. And I made this book so my son can read and I'm making the recorded so my friend can listen. First of all, somebody already took it and you are, first of all, the moment I released the audiobook, the, the moment it went to YouTube for free by somebody. So everybody, if they search my name, they will see the uh, for free, the, the book. I'm very happy. The, the person put it on YouTube. I'm very grateful. Because for me, I want, I want my book to go to people. It's all okay. And, um, Is the Kindle version also free? The what? The Kindle, the Kindle edition. Uh, let's say for me, it's free. I mean, like that. When I, I make zero money, usually. From every sale of the book, it's... I almost make zero, which is fine, which is fine. It's a, no, I'm joking. <laughs> But this is a book industry. This is a case of the book industry. You make a book, zero. It doesn't matter. But so it's available for free at Amazon. In Kindle also free. If you do Kindle Limited, I don't know if you appear to have people in Kindle Limited, but uh, YouTube, it's a, you know, it's a good place for information. Yeah. Just look for Alon Brown, Entrepreneur's Journey. Thank you so much for sharing that, Alon. Um, I want to specifically yeah. talk about something that has picked up momentum in 2021. Yeah. We've seen a lot of conversation around cryptocurrency. What do you make of such transformation or innovation with respect to cryptocurrency? I love this subject. Guys, whoever listen right now, there's something very important happening. You do not understand the size of it. It's very big. It's very big. You do not understand what is coming. It's the same as you said, and you saw the internet is coming for some people. For our last generation, the last generation, something came to your mother and father was the internet. It is a big thing that came. The big thing. It has implication on all society, everywhere. And this thing of shaping global consciousness in a mass way, in a mass way, this internet. But there's another thing is coming now. A new wave is coming. This new wave is very important for you right now. It's very important. And you need to be very careful and look What, you, what is coming to your direction, something a fundamentally shift in the way money works. Because this happened, this fundam fundamental shift in how money works, everything changed. I can give you an example. We can improvise and I show you what is fundamental that have changed. I am talking, I am talking 
phenomena that in humanity have never seen, and they are coming. First of all, is democratization of the of uh, value, meaning it doesn't matter who you are anymore. You can hold value. You can hold and preserve value for yourself, and only you have the access to maintain this value. Doesn't matter where you live. Somebody cannot grab a knife and take it from you. It's done. It's there is a storage which everybody part of this storage, and this storage which exists in a place that nobody can take off, there is a record. We write and we read everything that it can happen. There is a place which is safe that you can put something and you can own a certain amount of cryptocurrency and it's yours and nobody can touch it, which is tremendous because how, how it was before. So before we created systems and we created a system and now this, this, this thing, you can actually handle it. You can own it in a piece of paper, the thing, or even like as a memory word in your mind. You can just own this value. And this is already fundamental shift in things because, for example, new software is coming. Things are coming from that. Because of that idea, it's weird like how things are developed. First of all, we see that, for example, something like NFT was created. NFT is also fun, fascinating because they say, okay, so, okay, let's save. If we save already, we can save like a picture. We can save like an object, a, a relation to an object. Suddenly what happened is like you see places around the world when children start to make money. It's very weird. So children around the world start to make money everywhere. And the playing their games. Children, the playing the games are starting to make money. They sold. They, they, all the, the, the things that, that they held in their games. Which is weird. Becoming a reality. When a kid, soon a, a child can ask his mother, can you buy me this sword? And if you don't buy you the sword, which I'm talking about a virtual sword in the game, I'm talking about like a, a totally virtual thing. She's, she's like a bad mother because she, what? You don't want her, a child to make like the living? So suddenly children become, they become like citizens and have human rights, which is weird to say. Because who thought children actually have an issue to hold money? But yes, apparently they have issue to hold money because they need their adult consent. I don't think they can own, they cannot own their own money. So apparently children start to own mm -hmm. more money in, in a big population of the world. So the NFT games are coming to life and it's everywhere. And the children have started to create value and they're going to be a part. Um, allow me to interject. Mm -hmm. When people hear about NFT, a tweet by Jack Dorsey, for example, was sold for some millions of dollars. Or someone bought a picture or someone bought a, a fast post on social media. For the early adopters, what do they see? Lots of people will hold back in making such purchases or investment. If something is new, they're not really interested in trying it out. I tell you what they don't see. And this is what they need to see. So first of all, they need to understand concepts that call the DAO. They need to know what is a DAO. Because you need to understand that who making them. What is something that is very weird, weird, that's happening? It's a new entity. A new entity you used to have, you know, it's like we used to have a company. You know, in the, in, the, in the Western world, you say you have a company and this company can hold a bank account and you have a person and the law protect you and make regulation between these entities and you make business this way. Suddenly, something new came. It's called the DAO. There's a DAO, which is very weird. It's meaning that actually we can, together, we can form a team together on the blockchain and we vote. And we vote and we have a power of voting and everything will be democratized. Basically, nobody can... We, only by everybody vote, thing happen in the DAO. It doesn't own anything. It doesn't belong in the real world. It's actually like on the blockchain. But actually what's happening is the all financial mechanisms that support the company and controlled by not a single entity. So it's like, a, you know, in Israel, we have these special places we call kibbutz. So it's like everybody share. So it's like everybody share. It's like the open source. But so what's happening, the DAO, these entities can sit on the source code, the open source code projects, and you will see, and they will emerge. And what will emerge is the Uber open source, fully working. 
in everybody's hand. And then Photoshop, open source, fully working in everybody's hand with support center, with everything. This company emerging everywhere and they're emerging in places you never thought they will emerge. They're emerging, they're XE. Like there is a game now, it's like an NFT, $3 billion valuation. Check who the owners. The owners is somewhere in Vietnam. It's a beautiful thing. It's somewhere in Vietnam. It suddenly, the greed, everything has changed. You can see it now in Kenya and make a $10 billion company if you want. If you are, you know, you know the game of the DAO, you know the game, and you understand what's happening in the blockchain, it's done. Banking system will not be your problem anymore. This is, this is a big thing. It's a big thing everywhere in the world. They don't understand the size of this. It's a, it's a huge revolution. Cryptocurrency has been quite massive. A majority of people look at it as a form of investment and not really a form of transaction, which ideally is what currency is for. What do you make of this kind of switch in terms of perception and what possible effects do you see? What, like investment and trading and like buying and selling crypto and all this story? It's like I'm telling you, you know, we learn how to build, you know, houses. Now we learn something so amazing to do and then people said me okay but from an economical perspective now if i buy and sell houses how this affect so it's it actually changes the perspective and looking from everything from the side from an economical perspective is this phenomena that is an economical phenomena is this innovation that happened this phenomena social innovation that happened how the markets, the different markets of the world will respond to that. One of the markets, it's like the Bitcoin market, how this will respond to that. Another market could be like the stock market, how this respond to that. How real estate market, how whatever market, how your own industry market respond to that. There are so many, when, when something happens globally, it influences market. Now, when you people doing investment in that, it's very interesting. It's, it's fascinating because the same people that done the investment now, perhaps never could done investment. Maybe they never had access to the stock market and they never could put a dollar or half a dollar so actually they're practicing right now the market game and in investing market game and in investing now market game and in investing it's a game by itself guys it's a game by itself they did not if you are a very good technological doesn't mean you know this this world of market and investing uh, playing with numbers like that it's like knowing reality it's magician it's magician to know where they're going is like almost on the magic place i'm telling you this is a place that be, you need to, you connect to your roots and do whatever you want with this place. You know, I, I cannot give advice because nobody knows the market, guys. Nobody knows better than you. And nobody, I don't know, never, we don't know. Don't don't believe the people that say they know. Don't believe that say, I do not know how you get the answer for your stuff. Get, But at least practice your feeling. Maybe it's about your feeling because if you ask me about crypto, that crypto make a, a, the blockchain, it's making a bigger shift and a bigger evolution. You have to open your eyes and ears and understand that it's the time now. Guys, it's the time. Something is coming. It's, it's the time. I'm just telling you the voices from the world. Alan, I want to put you on the spot right here. We have yeah. a number of cryptocurrency out there. Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, you name them. Yeah. Where would you advise someone to start? I will, I will be the same. It's like you can buy right now. You can buy whatever crypto you buy right now and you will lose money. It's not a problem to, to make to this to happen. Whatever I'm going to say from my mouth, I'm the most expert, let's say. Let's say, yeah, uh, let's say I will I will pretend and I say, oh, of course, you need to start with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the basic of all currencies. So first you learn a little bit with oh please, the Bitcoin will fall tomorrow that you put. <laughs> but well, we need to understand what is value of money. The question is like where you got this Bitcoin from? We always understand, but it's there are many questions because if you need to invest it, it's meaning that it's around you. 
It's there. This, this entity exists. You have to invest it. If you need to invest it, it means you have to invest it, probably. It's like around you. It's happening already. So it's meaning that you have to. So if we're talking about have to, and it's uh, actually we, now we have, it's not if you're interested to invest, if you have to invest. The question is if you have to invest. And if you have to invest, which is a good question, I will guess, I will guess it's uh, the main entity. I will, I will see first the Bitcoin itself. Because there is a story. For that story, still there is no replacement. No replacement. Because underlying this Bitcoin story, there is a story of no owner. It's a story of total fairness. It's weird. It's something new that we do not know. It's a new governance that everybody trusts and they learn to trust that they, hey, actually there is no owner. I just said he just actually he gone? Hey, wait, wait, wait. He gone? <laughs> Sorry. It takes the time. It takes the time for like years for this idea. Hey, actually gone. No, but it cannot go on. They're actually, Satoshi, ah, people start to understand that they can trust the system. It's actually the guy is not there. Nobody control. Nobody control. It's weird, weird, weird. This has never happened in humanity. That is a thing that nobody have. So it's a thing that exists that nobody own. And this is weird for humanity to see now. And um, everything is changed because it's something that it's like, let's say, we can say that the robots came alive a little bit. Some of these a third entity which exists right now which judge between people, it's already been born. So if you think, I would say that this might be like a singularity event, but uh, if the entity has been born, which is a third party that exists without relation to men, of course, uh, something has been born. So we need to be aware that he's there. The thing is there, whatever we want to call it. Let's just shift gears a little bit and talk about regulation. Yeah. Um, towards the end of 2021, we've seen governments and banks stepping in and you know, they're, they're considering regulating this cryptocurrency industry. Um, should yeah. investors and traders be worried about this happening? Absolutely. They should worry. It's a very big problem. It's not a problem. This is reality of things. It's like a, it's a disruption. And the forces uh, are around. It's governmental forces, it's social forces. When the disruption is there, the forces are there as well. And... Uh, Absolutely. As we wind up, yeah. let's shift gears um, and allow me to paraphrase something that uh, Seth Godin mentioned, an author and an entrepreneur. People know exactly what they want to do, but they're afraid to make that decision to do it. So what they'll do instead is try and seek validation. You know, like, for example, I want to buy Bitcoins, but I'll be like, hey, let me go talk to my wife. Let me go talk to my coworker. Let me go talk to my dad before making that particular decision. Why do you think it is difficult for people to make such decisions ah perfect i love this i love this question. it's a big question it's a big question for me because it's a lot of my work about that it's a whole different it's like you no know, i tell you it's very simple it's a i see it like that is it difficult to go to the gym and make a heavy lifting and run fast difficult is it difficult yes it's difficult how much is difficult okay how much is difficult to be the best athlete in the world how much is difficult to run the fastest how much is difficult to, to, how much is difficult? It's very difficult. And uh, making decisions is the same. Making decisions is the same. We're talking about, uh, uh, you will not practice. Uh, you talk about, the brain, you know, is not unlimited. So do you do your body think like to solve like the biggest decision, like, you know, the biggest uh, weightlifting? No, well, you're constructed in your, you know, you have limit in your muscles. An athlete knows limit and improves them. A decision making is the same, basically. It's like there's a limit and it's a limit called Miller, Miller Law. And this is limit. It's a, it's a number of items that we can hold in our mind's eye simultaneously. It's limit. If we you know, we, we think about this, if you to buy this or this, already start to be complex. 
Of course, because even if they have very small numbers of like choosing between two, three, four items, still the math that in, to imagine this process in our head, to imagine the process, is a very limited in the amount of the matrix that you actually build is very limited. Um, you can have like, you know, if Miller law is like seven uh, uh, objects that we can hold in our working memory, and we talk plus minus two, then to, to build the grid that uh, deciding between different, that uh, let's say uh, something, a computer that you want to be, to buy, which one is the difference? So what is the criteria that's important? Uh, speed, price, uh, um, how long, I don't know, uh, how much we have loan on the computer, how much we have, uh, 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 what is the size of the computer? Let's say we just take like four criteria. So we take these four criteria to take like two, three items in our mind's eye hard. And we're talking about very simple decision now, like choosing between four things that we are very used to theoretically. We used to like buy, you know, uh, do we, are, we, are we used to choose? Yeah. So kind of, this is uh, what we're talking about. This is a limit. So if we don't feel the limit, and I think a person needs to be connected to his body to understand also where there is a limit there for him. And don't think you are the smartest. You put this in paper. You go methodologically. People done great things. I spoke about uh, Nelson Madena. You know, people build big, big things. Big things. And we're talking about complex things and build things. And then... Is require work. A decision like that require work. Require work. You need to put it down. There is certain math to describe a problem, and it's called AHP. I love this. It's a certain math. I know I put the decision into, I put it down, I write it down, I put the different criteria, I, I compute, I say, okay, this is my criteria. I prefer be, that more, most beautiful car, let's say. Okay, this is very important to me. I give it a weight of 90%. And then, uh, ah, the size of the car, I don't mind. A little one, okay, I give it a, a weight of 5%, let's say. So you can actually compute all you want and get, and get to a conclusion. And this information is actually very missing from a children's education. The, the fact to, to, to because nobody wants, the fact is, I don't, I don't say, I will not be cynical, I say nobody wants children to make decisions, but uh, I don't know if people want people to make decisions, but I, I don't think they are very encouraged by teachers that encourage, child, you make the decision. Just a second, I'm the teacher, hello, children, today you make the decision. <laughs> I don't, it's never happened, it's never happened. It's very, very, very good teacher that will say to the child, let me help you make the decision. Whatever it is, I will sit with you and we make the decision. Not saying no. <laughs> it's like, we used to say no. <laughs> that is the decision. So why? When we grow up, when we, ch- we tell the children, no, no, no. How do they learn to make decisions, you think? How do they, ma- they make to- this special math of AHP with, with the knowledge of writing it down? How do they learn this? Exactly. If you told them no, <laughs> this, is, this is education. This is education, and we expect the children to be genius. And they finish school. We ask them, uh, "What do you want to be now for all the rest of your life?" You you study, yes, you study a little bit. We show you math. We show you what do you want now. That's a, what do you want? We study the students. We ask them, go to university. In in invest two three years of your life of it. You know, is a the person might not survive these two, three years of like of, of studying. Maybe it's difficult for him to go to do the study. But still, he needs to make a decision. Guys, it's a very important thing. It's like we need to look at much more. Teacher, please look with your chair, with your student. Learn to make decisions together. Put it down. And especially when you all need to make decisions together. Imagine a scenario and that we need 20 people to make a decision together. Oh, 
you know, one has a problem to make a decision. How 20 will make it together? So there are system for that. That's, you know, so some places in the world, they invented the system to that. And we need to study that, how they do that. It's very interesting. And mm-hmm. I can talk about that. Yeah. Please talk a little bit about AHP as a framework of making decisions. The most of the material is coming from a guy named Thomas Fatty. And you can look and you have many books. He's a mathematician. And he's a mathematician that used to work for governments. He used to work with the U.S. government mainly. And uh, when they're making decisions, they advise and they speculate. And you know... When they, when the country need to make decisions, it's better they think a little bit. So many people sit together, especially when it's you know it's people life, you know, for God's sake. So it's better you put you put the math, you think, you think, okay, I say I do like that, I do like that, and and you make a plan. And this math or this planning is called this is HP math, which I I really like, and. Um, it's quite simple and it's quite trivial. We, we do it with our head and you will find that uh, you can improve your own self and your decision making if by starting to practice a little bit. If I can tell you, tell you where to practice that, it can start in a very early age. I looked at it with my children, how to start and teach them a little bit because the tools are actually barely there, barely. The information to help people to make decisions between the slogans, so there's the slogans, you need to be this, you need to be... Beside this slogan, we're talking about this actual decision. So let's say we need to move the... You know, my wife asked me once, I need to move the mirror from her room to another room. You know, I, I thought to dismiss it. I said, ah, you know, can you please decide yourself? What do you want from me? She actually was thinking, what, I need to move the mirror from this room to this room. And I thought, okay, you know what? Let me sit with you. Okay, why it's important for you? I, I sat with her one hour, and she had material for one hour of what her the reason to move this mirror to here for me, to here to here. And she, it was amazing. It was actually amazing how complex this decision is. Now, and I sat with her one hour, and we get into that, and we wake, and we write the squares, and we, this is most important. And, she, and, the, and for her, it was experience, you know? Nobody ever sit with you and, and look at the decisions that you want to make. It's, it's absolutely amazing, especially when small decision. Think about small decision. You know how beautiful it's, what is underneath? What are your values to make a decision? It's beautiful to see. And we can look at very little thing and we say, okay, what is the real reason? I want this to happen or don't want to, or what is important for me? What is important for me? Who I am? You know, it's like this question is underneath this. There is underneath questions. To society to operate fast, religion was there with all the decision making of religion and, and government and, and, and laws. This is all this structure are there in order to speed it up. Decision making to be, you know, rule of thumb. You can say, okay, I go by religion, I go by my father, say, I go by my uncle, say. Because people's power to computerize that is very problematic. So they asked me in the initial question, why do we ask them? Because we don't know how to make the decision. Yeah, that's the reality. Now we need to face the reality, and we need to start and look at the reality and solve the reality. Learn to make the decision. So this is what I say. And this is part of the education. And now there are decisions that you need to make, which is very weird. You need to make. Now you cannot copy. It's like copy is a problem. When you make the entrepreneurship and, and something which is now important, impactful, what is to succeed? Sadly, so this is, and the same as investing, the same as in investing, decisions are you need to make and you cannot copy. Aha. That is where the rubber meets the road. Because when you're going to invest and you're going to make the, you, now resources are in line. Resources are in line now and you have limited resources. That is decision need to become. And it's never happened before that. Because we all the time been told that we yeah, copy that, copy that, we copy for him, copy for this, copy for this. Suddenly we need to make decisions. Even if we want just to copy. Even if a person will say, my life mission is to copy 
the other person is in innovation. I will copy every move that he do from morning to evening. I will become this person. Still, you have decision to make all day long. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So practicing your free will and practicing your ability to use math and ability to put things in paper and solve it, that is a major skill for the entrepreneur as far as I see. And, and, and you know, when this is not around... You will need to be, you need the elderly. You will need the old generation to give you the guideline for the decision making. You will need to trust that. You will need to find who they are and you need to find who to trust and to find for the internet who to trust. Even do you trust me? Do you trust another person to speak right now? Who do you trust? Who's telling the truth? Who? How do you listen to where the truth is? It's all this question because we have so much information in the internet. He says, I says God didn't say that. Okay, fine. How do you trust him? You trust him. Do you trust him? I don't, I'm not going to talk against God because if life and death is around, do you trust him? Now the internet is a lot of information. Who do you trust? How do you do? How do, you do? Anyhow, you need to make your own decisions, guys. Even when we're looking who to trust. So there will be a main a main uh, process that will happen. It's actually who we trust to listen, to make our decisions, especially in the internet, especially in business. So we trust. So we so do we, we read the business book that uh, Bill Gates said? Let's say Bill Gates. Well, he's done amazing things. If I read his book, do I get the answers? The not always, because you know he's he's just him. He's not he's not in your shoe. Your shoe is totally different. You have this your own decision right now. Maybe you can use the thumb rule from our elderly, and I love the learning from the from the old generations. But we have limited resources to learn as well. Yeah. So this is like a, I try to summarize and balance these forces and the route and the journey in my book. And it's like as if I try to give a map of like something. It's something beautiful that I see, and I, I try to describe it as some kind of of a weird journey that we we cross with all these obstacles and how we actually manage to pass them because. We just need to be prepared for the big ones. If we manage to 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 manage the big hustles, I think we we can make it through. We can make it through. I, I would just I end and I say, you know, the young guys and the, and the girls are brave that are out there. They can make it happen. I say, guys, when I see guys making, they're making it happen. You can do it. It's crazy that you can actually do it. Doesn't matter where you are, you can do it. You can you can you can build the most beautiful thing right now. So you just need get your computer. In the computers there are many beautiful things, but you need to balance to use it, find a way. But, you, but people teach you around you to do stuff. And you can do a lot of stuff there, through there. I'm not talking about like a metaverse. I'm not assuming that you have a, meta, a Oculus virtual reality headset and you're sitting somewhere and, and now you want to program for $10 million Oculus. Who have these uh, resources to program a $10 million game in Oculus? I'm just, I am exaggerating a little bit, yeah? But uh, this is not only the privilege of the person that have a $10 million to program in Oculus and we look at that and say, oh, this is an amazing person. It's you. You have around you the resources that you need to make it something big. And you make money. And you make money and you make more and more and more and you make an impact in your place. This is what I think. There you have it. Simply put, you can do it. It is not a matter of privilege to that person having, say, $10 million only. You as well can do it. My main takeaway is reiteration of individual aspect. Because ultimately, to carry on, you have to make that decision. Thank you so much, Alan, for making time. Looking forward to another conversation. I really did enjoy this one. And I must say it was quite insightful.
as as we were doing this editing, the producer asked if you were to give your listeners a name, what will it be? Now, help me with the suggestion so that we can impress our producer. So, tweet me at Acute Media, at Morande Dixon, across all socials. And, and, and let me know what name will be appropriate, you know, to call you, my listener. This has been Yellow Tip, and I'm looking forward to linking up with you on the 25th episode.